Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're talking about podcasting again this week. Uh, this is part two of the uh, podcast series about how to podcast. And also, should you be starting a podcast? A little recap for episode one. I talked about um, some questions that you should ask yourself when thinking about starting a podcast, who your audience is, um, why you even want to have a podcast. A lot of a lot of good questions to talk about before and to, and to figure out answers to before you even start recording a podcast. So if you have not listened to episode one, it's the one right before this one. Um, I keep seeing episode one. Episode one is a different thing than I believe this is episode 166, part two. So go listen to episode 166, part one for how to podcast part one. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business, build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. This episode, I'm going to be talking about gear. I'm going to be talking about software. I'm going to be talking about monetization, a lot of things. And, um, and, and, and it's going to be a lot. So don't worry if, uh, if you're just like, that is so much information. I've got everything in the show notes for you. So go on over to podcast.allheartphoto.com and you can find the show notes there and you can actually read through all of these. I'm going to have a gear list for you as well. Um, so you can head over there and check out that gear list today. Let's talk about gear. So assuming that you listen to episode one and you're like, okay, I do want to do a podcast. I've answered these questions. I know who my audience is. I know how I want to talk. I know that I want to do solo episodes and I want it to have video. Here's some, here's some gear for you. This is also good gear. Uh, if those were not your answers, but really just in general, you answer the questions and now you're going, you're doing the thing. So you need a microphone. You're going to need some sort of recording software. Um, I'd recommend some headphones, uh, a mixer, an arm to hold the microphone so you don't have to hold it with your hand, uh, with your arm like I am currently because I was not going to pack my whole podcast equipment uh, for today, which, by the way, I'm still here. Remember last episode whenever I talked about batch recording? That's what I'm doing right now. Episode two, I'm going to continue on with uh, getting a, a, an arm to hold your microphone, either an arm that like I, I have these in the gear. I'm not going to go too far in depth with all of this gear stuff because it's all subjective of what you want to invest in and also what you really want. Some people don't want a big arm that moves the podcast around and like holds it upside down or whatever, but they just want a little stand sits on the table 
and then you can talk into that. I don't like that one because I move my hands a lot and I tend to hit the table and then it makes sound. Uh, so I like the arm. It's up off the table. Um, you can also get a mixer, um, which I'll get into what a mixer is in a little bit. Um, and then like some sound blankets or something, um, would be good to kind of tamper down the sound. I have not listened back to episode one yet, so we'll see if the sound is any good in here in this hotel room or if it's very echoey, it's not a very big hotel room, so we should be okay. Um, but kind of like a general good, good thing to do, uh, when you're starting to podcast is just like, go record in your closet. There's a lot of cloth around that absorbs the sound waves. So they're not bouncing off everywhere and as much and, you know, creating echoes and, and all that, but it's nice sound tamping to where it's, uh, it's good non echoey sound. So let's talk about microphones. There are a few different kinds of microphones. And when I say a few, I mean a lot. So um, there are USB microphones and there are XLR microphones. If you're going to be using a mixer, I would recommend an XLR microphone. Um, XLR and USB are just the, the names of the cords that connect the microphone to the recording software. So um, I currently use a USB mic because... That's what I had at the time whenever I started the podcast was I had a computer and I was just going to go straight to the computer and use a USB. And that's what I've stuck with because it's been pretty good quality, I think. Um, XLR is uh, definitely um, higher quality sound. Uh, that's what you see. Uh, like, uh, what are they called? musicians, geez, uh, like musicians and artists, uh, whenever they're singing at a concert, those are XLR cables. I don't know. They're probably using, uh, cordless mics these days, but, um, you know, XLR cables are the, the corded mics that you see at old school concerts. Um, so you have those options. XLR is obviously a slightly more expensive. Um, and then you also have the difference between there's dynamic mics and condenser mics. Um, there's pros and cons to both. You can listen to both. Um, if you maybe know um, like the Yeti or um, what is it called? Like a blue snow or something. I don't know. It's like a ball, just a ball mic. Those are condenser mics. They are just like picking up everything. It is great to record ambient noise and uh, like sound all around. But if you're recording a podcast, a lot of times you don't want that ambient noise. You just want your voice. So I prefer dynamic mics. Um, it is um, much more crisp sound quality. Uh, that is one of the reasons why I have this mic. This is a dynamic mic so that it doesn't pick up the noise of, I don't know, you probably couldn't hear it earlier, but there was uh, someone driving a golf cart outside and they were in reverse. So it was doing that beep, beep, beep noise and hopefully you didn't hear it. Otherwise, this is not that great of a dynamic mic. <laughs> uh, but dynamic mics are, they're more durable. Um, they can handle higher volumes uh, without like getting that kind of like crackly distortion nastiness, uh, which is why musicians, uh, often singers, that's the word that I was looking for earlier because musicians don't always use, uh, microphones to sing, but singers do. 
my musicians also use microphones f- to amplify their uh, music. Okay. Um, anyway, singers and musicians alike often use XLR mics um, because the high volume that they're putting out is not going to get distorted and all crackly when a um, uh, a condenser mic might do that. Um, and condenser mics are... Uh, they're capable of recording like that. Oh, I think I said this backwards earlier. <sighs> I probably did. I I get things confused quite a bit. So dynamic mics are very strong. Like they are that durable. I'm just going to read my notes. This would be better if I just read my notes to begin with. Dynamic mics, mics are more durable and can hi- handle high volumes without distortion. Condenser mics, on the other hand, are often capable of recording a more crisp and detailed sound. So dynamic mics are the ones that are getting everything all together and often get that background noise. Condenser mics are more crisp and they're more focused. Um, There's a really great podcasting mic that's like 70 bucks. This one was like 200 and probably not worth that much, Um, or at least not nearly three times as much as the other one uh, when the other one was great. So I have all of this in the gear list. Um, I'll have a couple mixers in there as well. Um, And a mixer just allows you, you plug in your microphone cord to there and it allows you to adjust your volume, adjust your gain, your treble, your bass, all of those things to make your voice sound very nice and smooth. And however it normally sounds, um, whenever you're listening back in your headphones, it allows you to change that on the fly. So you can, um, you know, you can, you can move that around, uh, while you're recording. I have a, uh, a few other things that I have found helpful in that gear list in the show notes. So go check that out. I'll have that link to the shop. Hey, y'all, quick break to share with you about something new that I put together on the new website, podcast.allheartphoto.com, which has all the show notes from today's episode as well as many others. But you know, I am here to help you build your business and create the lifestyle you always dreamed of. And with that comes some resources that I have found very helpful for me building my business and also some resources that I put together, some guides and email templates and things like that, that I think would be really helpful for you. So if you want to go check that out, head over to podcast.com. Just that podcast.com. That's the whole thing. Head over to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash resources. You can also go check out podcast.com if you want to. I've never been there. Let's give it a shot. Check them out too. Free ad for you, podcast.com. Now back to the show. I do have a question that came in from Adriana Reed and she asked, do you need a separate website for your podcast or just use your established website? You can do either way. Um, so you could possibly need one, but you don't always need a second website. Um, you may be asking this question for a couple different reasons. Uh, so I'm going to address, address both of the ways that I could take this, <laughs> this question. Um, one of them, which would be like if you are, let's say, a brand photographer uh, like Adriana. 
um, if you're a brand photographer and then your podcast is going to be about cheeses and different cheeses and the history of cheese. And you're just, it's, it's all about cheese and you have cheese lovers on and it's just, it's a podcast about cheese. Those are not overlapping all that much. So I would not do something like mine where it is the same website. I would do uh, something different where you're creating a whole nother website and then you can put your cheese podcast over there while you keep your brand photos here. For me, I'm a photographer and I talk about photography. So they overlap quite a bit. So putting a plus site where I am podcast.allheartphoto.com um, made sense because it's still about photography. It can be tied to allheartphoto.com, which is my photography website. And uh, it just, it makes more sense to have it like that. Um, so yeah, if you're going to, if, if what your topic of the podcast is and your current website overlap a good bit, then yes, keep them on the same. Um, the other way uh, that I could interpret that question is, do you need a new website to host your podcast to like put it to Apple and Spotify and all the places? Um, no, you also don't. But I would suggest getting one. And we'll get into that in a little bit with RSS feeds and all of that. So... Publishing. Oh, we're getting into it right now, actually. <laughs> it's a great segue, John. Way to set that up. Um, so hosting platforms are, um, they, can, they can publish your, or they do publish your podcast to all the different places. And you just grab your RSS feed, which stands for something, I am sure, but that it's pretty much just the custom URL of your podcast. So that is what Apple... And that's what Spotify and that's what all of the Crowdcast, wherever your podcast listeners are listening to your podcast, it is submitted through the RSS feed. And then that RSS gets updated with each new episode. So then you don't have to individually submit each new episode to Apple. Apple just goes to your RSS URL and just refreshes and then whenever a new podcast episode is there, it's like, oh, hey, look, everyone listen. So that's uh, that's what RSS feeds are um, in a very condensed and uh, kind of dumbed down version for myself. So hopefully that's helpful for you, too. Um, some of the hosting platforms that are great are Captivate. Uh, that is what I use. Podbean, which I used to use. Uh, it's still a good one. Um, Libsyn. And then you can also set up a blog to be your RSS feed. I would not recommend that because it's just, it's a lot more work for you. And if you're a little bit overwhelmed with podcasting, don't add more work. Um, just go somewhere and, and have them, uh, have them host for you. Um, also I think anchor is another one. I know that anchor is a recording software as well, but I believe anchor you can record and it also hosts your RSS feed. Um, other, other places to record are like Zencaster or Riverside or Zoom even. Um, I used to record these on Zoom way back in the day, but the quality is not as great and your um, 
capability of doing different things is not as good as the other places. Um, I currently use riverside.fm. It's great. Um, I can go in there and customize a bunch of things. I can, it records my audio track separately than my guests audio track. So if it is off a little bit or if like I cough or sneeze or a dog runs in my guest's room, I can just mute them. Uh, if like, if I'm talking and then there's a dog barking on their side, that's happening live. But whenever I'm editing it later, or whenever you have your editor edit it later, they can edit out those barks because you are the one talking and their audio is in a different file. Um, so it's great that that's separate video is separate as well. And you can, uh, you can also do a video recording through places like Zencaster and Riverside. Video is a lot more work. However, YouTube is getting into the podcast game with creating like a whole hub for podcasts. So if you go to youtube.com slash podcasts, there's uh, like an Apple podcast sort of thing where they just have a bunch of podcasts that you can listen to and watch. Um, we are on there, by the way. So if you like to listen to or watch podcasts on YouTube, uh, go give us a, a subscribe, hit the bell, all of the things that the YouTubers say. Uh, but yeah, so video is great. If you're getting into it, I would suggest getting into video as well and uh, just posting those up there. I don't do much to mine. I just put them up there right now and it's just the conversation. I don't do a bunch of fancy stuff. I don't do a bunch of editing and like overlays and all that yet. It'll eventually happen, but not right now. Um, because it's just, it's another outlet. Some people like to watch a podcast. If you are watching me right now, hi, I'm waving at you. Now I'm going to get into a few other things. Um, I'm going to have links to all of this in the show notes as well. So I have that gear list and then I'm going to have links to all of these different places that I'm talking about. So don't worry if you're like, wait, what was the one that you said? Just go to the show notes. I've got you there and you can go check them all out. Um, so for cover art, you definitely want something that's consistent. You want a consistent style. And then, you know, maybe if you're going to have guests, you can swap out their photo, but still have something on there that is the same style so that people recognize, oh, this is that podcast. Um, it's just a different person talking today. Um, and you can go hire someone off of Fiverr or something. If you're like, I am not a graphic designer. I cannot put together anything in Photoshop or Canva. Just go to Fiverr, have, you know, give them your podcast name and then what style you want and they can create some great stuff for you. There's some really cool people out there. Uh, for intro songs and uh, just music and sounds to use that are uh, safe and won't get you sued, um, I would go check out Bend or no, Ben Sound. Um, it's like a dude named Ben who makes sounds. Uh, Bensound.com is a good one. Artlist.io is really great. Um, it is a membership, so you do have to pay, but you get the licensing with that, so then you can use that on your podcast, which is where I get all of my stuff. And again, I'm having all of these links in the show notes because it's a lot, and we still have a lot, and I want to wrap this up in the next 10 minutes. Um, so... Something that you can do, and I would recommend whenever you do launch your podcast, put out a trailer. 
like once you are starting to record episodes, just put out a little like one minute to three minute trailer, introducing yourself, introducing the show, what the show is about, what you're going to be doing, and then go tell your followers, tell your friends to go subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts. That way you have that. Once you drop some episodes, they're immediately going to fall into their feed and they're not, you know, you're not posting episodes and then they're just sitting there with zero plays. You're posting episodes and they're automatically getting listened to. Um, I would also recommend dropping your first three episodes at the same time. That way people can go in and they can just start binging. If they really like episode one, boom, now they can listen to episode two, then episode three, then they have to wait a week or however long uh, between your next episode. A little bit about monetization. Affiliate affiliate links are great. Most of my ads are affiliate links. Uh, If you have gone to any of the... Uh, the URLs that I've said at the end of these ads, you have seen the little disclaimer that it's an affiliate link. Um, But it's just a way that you can support a business or a service that you use, that you love, that you think your clients would love or your listeners would love. And um, and they give you a little kickback for being an affiliate. Um, You can also pitch to sponsors uh, statistics on your downloads across different platforms uh, for podcast downloads and YouTube and social media are all great numbers to have readily available for them because they will often ask for that. If you are pitching to a sponsor uh, to actually sponsor the show and give you money uh, to be the sponsor of the show because they want to know, do you have 12 listeners? Do you have 1200 listeners? Do you have 12 million listeners? I need to know how many people are actually going to hear this ad that you're running. Um, and then that will be the determining factor of whether or not they give you money and sponsor. Don't expect to turn a profit right away. Podcasting can be lucrative for some people, but for most it is, uh, it's mostly fun or it's mostly, you know, to point people toward, uh, maybe your resources. If you have paid resources or an email list or something that you're wanting people to get onto, a podcast is a great way to reach more people and then send them there by, you know, having, uh, the podcast brought to you by your resources page, which is what today's episode is brought to you by my resources page. So if you just go to allherphoto.com slash resources, nope, that is my photography resources, podcast.allherphoto.com slash resources. That will give you a bunch of different resources and freebies. Um, and you get on my email list, which is a very fun place to be. I'm wrapping this up, I promise, because um, I got to go. I've got a party to go to in like 30 minutes, so I still have to get dressed. Um If you want to ask guests to be on your show and you're worried about that dreaded, no, no thanks. Um, First off, hearing no opens you up to so many other things. Because if you hear no from someone, then you know not to keep chasing that and you can go uh, invest your energy into somewhere else where you could get a yes. So no's are not dead ends. No's are just a pivot. Uh, that's a little, little side tangent there. Um, but secondly, yeah, go ask somebody else or ask me. I love being on podcasts. I would love to be on your podcast. Um, no matter what it is, I'm sure I could talk about something. Um, unless it's cats, maybe we could talk about how, um, how even someone without cats who is severely allergic to cats, um, can still enjoy cats. 
reach out to people. You're not going to get yeses every single time. You may get one yes out of every 10. And you know what? That's still great. And the more episodes you do, the more guests that you have, I would recommend this. Once you have a few guests on the show, you can, in your pitch, say, I've had guests on like so-and-so and such-and-such, and and I would love to have you on the show too, which is what I do. And um, I usually like stock them a little bit, whoever I'm pitching to, and I'll go through their Instagram follows, like who they follow. And if I see any guests that I've had on previously, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've had Natalie Frank on here before. And they're like, oh, I love Natalie. And then they're more willing to come on the show because they know that a friend of theirs or someone that they look up to or like to follow has been on your show. It's a little, little side point there. Um, share about your show often. It takes like seven to 13 times for someone to actually like remember something. So I talk about the podcast often. I share to my stories often. It to me feels overwhelming. I know to you, probably not. You're probably like, wait, was there an episode out this week? But I've shared like five times already that there's an episode out and like links to here and go listen on YouTube. Um, but you know, not everyone is looking at all of your stories. Not everyone is, uh, seeing everything on Instagram or everything on your email list. So share about it in different places and share about it often. So if you have any more questions about podcasting, I know this was a lot. I told you it was a lot up top and it ended up being a lot uh, all the way through. So if you have more questions about this, or if you want more clarification about something, or if you just want to bounce an idea off of me, I am always open to chat in the DMs. Um, I love uh, voice messages. I love uh, just chatting back and forth there. So if you have any questions, shoot me that Go check out the gear list. Go check out all of the links to all the different softwares that you can use um, to help you start your business podcast. Start your podcast off on on a great foot. I am losing my words right now. Go check out the show notes to help start your podcast off on, you know, a great trajectory uh, instead of like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just piecing this together. Um, But Kind of closing notes, if you start a podcast, make sure that your audio is good, clear, and crisp. There are a few of the first episodes of this podcast, and I do not encourage you to go listen to them, but there are some of them where we recorded outside on the sidewalk while sipping wine at a restaurant. There was a lot of background noise. There was once where a waiter dropped a plate of dishes and it just crashed. That is in an episode. Don't be like that. Record in a nice place where it's going to be quiet. You can be in a closet. You can be somewhere, wherever. Just try and record somewhere where it's nice and quiet and you're going to, your listener is going to be able to focus on you and it's going to be an enjoyable thing. Um, instead of hearing a bunch of background noise and getting distracted. So again, podcast notes um, at podcast.allheartphoto.com. Go check out all of the things. Thank you again for listening, and thank you again for watching on YouTube. Um, If you haven't checked out YouTube yet, search for Wisdom in the Tangents on YouTube. Go subscribe. I would love it if you went and subscribed, even if you don't listen on YouTube or really watch anything. Anything on YouTube, sorry, there is something in my throat. 
and I'm about to cough, but I don't want to do that on the mic. So I'm going to wrap this up really quickly. Um, yeah, go subscribe on YouTube. I'd love to see you over there. Um, and share with a friend. If you know of a friend who has been saying for a while, oh, man, I want to start a podcast, but I just, I don't know. I don't know how that's a lot. Share this with them. I hope it's uh, helpful. I am very excited to hear from you. If you do decide to start a podcast, I know, um, uh, Adriana, you, uh, are planning to start a podcast. I'm very excited about that one. And, uh, for anyone else who's contemplating, I know Ash Holstein, you asked uh, last episode, a question, maybe I'll hear a podcast coming from you soon, but, um, but yeah, definitely share with me. If you start a podcast, shoot me the link in a DM or tag me or something in a story because I would love to go give it a listen. Until next week, I will see you right where I always see you. Bye, y'all.